recorded a little bit of uh, audio the other day while in the car, so I'm going to let you listen to that. It was a little bit free flow ideas, and it was all about beliefs. Um, I was thinking originally I would probably re-record it in uh, here in my high-quality sound studio because the message I find always is a little bit easier to take in when it's uh, done with good audio. But the, the fact is, it's I, I don't think it's something that I could recreate very easily. So I wanted to let you listen to it, and then I'll come back and uh, and, and tie it in with some other thoughts. An idea came to me that I want to talk about and think about a little bit, and that's the idea of beliefs. I was thinking about this because right now, okay, just to give a time reference, the date in case, you know, you're looking back on it. It's uh, early October 2019. Recently, there's been a slew of nutcases losing their minds over climate change. Insisting that the world's on fire and it's going to end and this madness is getting perpetually worse. Now, what these individuals seem blind to is the fact that there's more and more data coming out to debunk these claims and and show it as the... See, I I was fortunate that I was never really... I never really quite bought into the hype or or the uh, hysteria going around about this because it didn't seem logical to me that meteorologists can't even predict the weather a week from now and yet they're telling us magically they can predict the weather a decade from now um that was just on a a logical level and plus i guess the other thing that kind of uh, soured me on the whole thing is that no one proposed any intelligent solutions and the quote-unquote solutions that they were proposing was nothing it was stupid things like uh, carbon taxes, which as many studies have been written to support these, which is very few, uh, more have been written suggesting that it's a bad idea. So people are so dedicated to this, this ideology, this religion of climate alarmism that they're willing to do idiotic things to, I don't know, they think, either they think they're trying to help it or, but a lot of it has to do with, you know, socialism. They, they're, it's as if they're hiding behind the environment to uh, promote socialism because you never see anybody say, well, if we really want to save the environment, what we'll do is we'll help people become richer. So in order to help people come become richer, what we've got to do is lower taxes and make life easier for people, things like that. No, no, it's all about let's raise taxes, punish you for driving to work, and make everybody more poor. That way the government can get your money and they can pay their uh, tons of your money to the UN or whatever. So I, I don't know. Anyway, I, I just didn't buy into this whole hysteria from the beginning. And now that 
more and more data is coming out to prove it, well, people are getting even more, and instead of saying, oh, geez, we were lied to and being upset about it, at the people who are lying to them, instead, they want to double down on it. Like, I understand, you don't ever want to, who wants to admit that they were manipulated uh, into an ideology that they fell for? Probably no one. It takes a lot of humility to do that. And as I've said before, people don't tend to have a lot of humility these days. So instead, what they do is they get all upset. They call you names for questioning science. Really? Is that scientific? You, you question someone's scientific method and they say that you're immoral. Hmm, that's interesting. And that got me to thinking that once, once you change, once you take a something that's supposedly science and become emotionally attached to it, it's no longer about science. It's your belief system. It's about your beliefs. So I guess this is true in, in probably in, in other areas of our lives where once we allow a philosophy or a concept or a lifestyle or something to cross over from, I guess, the rational into the emotional. Now suddenly we tie it to our beliefs and people don't like having their beliefs challenged. So we become very defensive about it. And suddenly all rationality goes out the window. So it's interesting, this is exactly what we're seeing right now, and my prediction, which is probably a lot more accurate than these idiots saying the Earth is gonna end because of climate change. Hey, if I'm wrong, an actual science that is not just socialism in disguise comes out and proves me wrong, so be it. Like I say, I, I don't want the world to be more polluted. Who does? Nobody does. I also don't want to be taken for a ride by liars who are trying to hide behind this and, and trying to virtue signal and, and pretend that this is what they care about when actually what they want is to take your money. I'm not going to fall for that crap. I don't believe it. If they give me sufficient evidence to believe it, then so be it. But my prediction, which is going to be closer to reality than these idiots, is that in time to come, and when when we listen back to this, what we'll see is the Earth is just fine. I don't know that we'll see this, we'll listen to this in 12 years, who knows the future of podcasts and that, but uh, even if, you know, a year from now, whatever, what's going to happen? Well, everything's going to be the same as it was, even though, you know, from a environmental standpoint, you know? Hopefully we allow, thing is, what if there is a climate problem? What if there is one? As I said, there's no good solutions coming out. And the problem is that when you hinder scientists, when you tell them that you are a bad person if you disagree with us, well, we've heard from scientists before that there's so much social pressure to just agree with it. That being said, there was a statement that sometimes gets thrown around that 97% of the climate experts agree that blah, blah, blah. Well, that was uh, debunked by uh, Forbes, among other people. Uh, it, was, it was some cartoonist who wrote that 
little article, if you want to call it that, um, back in 2013. It was debunked and he used the words expert, expert, climate expert very loosely to try to uh, come up, but fudge to this number. If that tells you anything about the dishonesty of this whole thing. Anyway, if we want scientists to actually be able to come up with solutions, if there is a problem, then we, then this nonsense of calling people names and trying to uh, posture that has to stop because how is anybody supposed to make any progress uh, if they can't even question the methods? And it's pretty clear to me that this is about political posturing and nothing more. And I'm very skeptical right now of the, the people driving for it because it seems to be sort of one-sided and it seems to be pushing it's the same people pushing this as want to push taxes higher and want bigger government and want the government to control our lives. Is it a coincidence? Well, I kind of don't think so. Because if it wasn't a coincidence, why is only one group of people doing it and not everybody? And that's because there's reason to question. It's called using your brain. They don't want you to do that. If you use your brain, you're accused of being immoral. Bullshit. It's idiocy like that that lost Hillary the election in 2016. Because guess what? People don't like being called stupid for or, or deplorable just because they think differently from you. That's I know that's shocking to hear, but... I don't think they've really learned this lesson because they're still carrying it on to this day instead of looking in the mirror and trying to figure out what they could do better, That which is what the, the smart among them are, are wanting them to do. The people in charge are, instead are blame, 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 blame. That's, But I guess it's a pretty consistent mentality with what I'm discussing. So the reason I thought that there was some relevance in this is that... This line of thinking that I began with what you just heard, it really began while I was in the shower after my workout, and I, I started really thinking about beliefs. And I think this continues on into the world of physical training, is that when we get tied to emotionally to a certain modality of training or eating we see it a lot with diet actually is there's you know whether it's keto dieting or um, uh, what are the other big ones veganism uh, people become emotionally attached to this I was actually discussing these ideas a bit after with my girlfriend and I have to say I'm not totally sure whether whether it's when ideas become beliefs that, or whether it's when ideas become emotionally attached to you. I'm not sure what comes first. If it's getting emotionally attached, then it turns into a belief. Or if it turns first into a belief and you become attached to your belief. I'm not sure kind of how it works, but I guess it doesn't really matter. The fact is that we are emotionally attached to our beliefs and when we feel that our beliefs are under attack we automatically become defensive even 
in the face of rationality. This is, I think, a universal truth with human beings. So we have to be careful that we don't do this in the physical world as well so that we don't limit ourselves by beliefs that might not be entirely true. And that's that's actually a good thing to think about too is beliefs can be true for a while and then maybe they the, the reality changes. I mean, we're so complex from a physical standpoint that for example, if we have an injury, then a certain kind of training is going to be optimal for the rehabilitation of that but that doesn't necessarily mean that that's always the best way to train. So it's something to think about and trying to detach ourselves emotionally from concepts. That way they continue to be founded upon truth. There was actually a really neat saying that I heard recently, and full disclosure, it was talking specifically about the Bible. It was at least an interpretation of what it might have meant the creation from a, on sort of a symbolic level. And that is that at the end of everything being created, God sees that it is good. And the interpretation I heard on this is that it's a lesson to us that if we confront what is possible and what our potential is, with truth, then we can, the outcome can be good or maybe will be good. I can't remember exactly how it was, but the point being that truth is a good starting point if you want something good. Much better starting point than holding on to an untrue belief. At least that's how I see it at the moment. <laughs>